That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening, or feel free to work on that review while you're listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how are you doing today, and have you done a weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing pretty well today, and I did a uh, somewhat of a weekly review, a weekly review light. Um, <laughs> well, I've looked through things, so it just – today I um, I just got back from another trip, so it was mostly doing the – trip follow-up items um Mm -hmm. so there wasn't much uh for me to do beyond that um in the like i was kind of busy already but uh, (laughs) i looked through and yeah i i got some things done so um i'll call it yeah a kind of weekly review i kind of did my move you did your move well good because that's 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 something and that is better than saying, oh, I just threw up my hands and said, I don't care about my tasks <laughs> at all. Right. Which sometimes happens. So and nothing wrong with that either. I and how know. about you? Um, I did a meow and it was helpful. Um, I would also like to report that after, I don't know how long I've been using drafts, uh, somebody finally pointed out how you could make a template with drafts. <laughs> I have been just copying the the content of the weekly meow and putting on the current date and then using it because it doesn't take that long to do that. Um, hardly takes any time at all. But someone on Microdoplog was asking about how you get a template out of drafts, and I said, I'm sure there's a way. I just don't, you know, I just use like 10% of... Uh, the drafts power, um, the apps power, and somebody else, and which I'll, let's say I didn't do it on purpose, but some part of my subconscious said, if you throw it out there that you don't know how to do this, there'll be somebody who does, and they'll tell you. And they did, and that was Sven from Sweden, and he, he embarrassingly, he's not even a drafts user, but he is somebody who likes to tinker with um automation and with apps and all sorts of things. And so he had to look and he said, I think you just have to use this action. Um, and I didn't really, hadn't really found that action before. It's very easy. All it requires is that you have a draft that has the tag template in it. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> that is all. That was the only thing between me and easy templateifying my weekly meow and so anyway so the yes i did the weekly meow and i also got just a teeny bit better at doing it thank you sven and the whole micro.blog community for being there and enjoying questions like this so so i'm happy um, excellent <laughs> now it, if I could get somebody on micro.blog to do my tasks, that would be something. <laughs> so 
with that, I think we should turn to our weekly to-do. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, James, how did it go this week with the weekly to-do? Um, well, it, uh, my weekly to do was, uh, a medical appointment. Um, so it turns out the, one of the people I, that helps manage my care at the, at the HMO, they swapped out and there's a new person that I'm working with or that's on my, on my team. So I have to coordinate <laughs> with them. So it's, it's going along, but it's, it's not done as a weekly to do. So. Um, we're gonna we're gonna roll it over one more time. Okay, I think it's worth it for medical appointments to uh, have them stick around in the weekly to do until they're done. Because, um, I think we've mentioned this before with our various medical weekly to dos that we've had. It's it's not hard. It's just very procrastinatable, and uh, we, you know. We shouldn't procrastinate too much on these kinds of things. Um, so good, James. Um, for me, I, I li- listened to last week's episode to see if I said there was something I was going to do, but somehow I just missed um, identifying a new weekly to-do. But I'm going to go with something that I am doing and uh, and make my weekly to-do to finish it, and that is mailing out micro.blog stickers to the people who have requested them. And it's a fun task for me. I do it by hand. I address the envelopes by by hand, and I put the stamps on by hand. And I just enjoy it. It's not a huge number of people who request them. Otherwise, I would have to automate it. But I have enjoyed it. I actually did all the U.S. Um, requests and put them in the mail. So some people will probably have gotten their stickers by the time they hear this. And I procrastinated on the um, international ones because they have longer addresses. <laughs> mm. they, uh, those, especially those addresses from the UK where it's practically down to like the name of the house and maybe the name of the room in the cottage, in the village, in the town. In the region, in this, so anyway, the, the seven line addresses are not unusual um, when I send things to the UK. But so yeah, I procrastinated on the international ones, and I'm going to do them next. And that is my weekly to do for next week. Sounds good. And you have yours rolling over for next week, so we're all taken care of in the. Department of Weekly To-Dos. So for today's episode, you and I were talking about digital photos because um, today, as we're recording this, um, there's a photo challenge going on at Micro.blog that we call a day in the life of Micro.blog, and it's a 24-hour challenge to take a photo and post it in those 24 hours. And 
Um, we're in the middle of it right now as we record, but it'll be over by the time this gets posted. And that got us talking about photos. And you just came back from a trip where you took a lot of photos. And uh, you wanted to talk a bit about um, digital photo collecting and um, organization, I think, right? Um, yes, and also just the because we've talked uh, over the many episodes about, you know, trying to declutter and keep clutter to a minimum in our homes, which I know you, you with your move, you get a lot of decluttering. I've so far massively have failed to do decluttering, um, even though there's le- like there's less clutter than when we started this podcast. Somehow yeah. clutter seems to arrive, um, whether you wanted it to or not. But it also kind of brings to mind that my mindset often goes towards, like, what are things that are valuable to me that won't provide a lot of clutter in my house? Um and the thing that I find is that it's photos, um, digital photos, um, mm-hmm. that like I can take thousands of them. And yeah, they take up room on a hard drive. They take up room, you know, in the clouds somewhere on a, in a server. But in terms of actual like cubic footage in my house, <laughs> um, they take up like essentially zero space. Right. Um, right. Because I would probably have that computer or that laptop, whether I had photos or not. Um, so, um, for me, that is kind of what, and, and, you know, they're also very personal because, like, I'm in them, friends of mine and family are in them, or just places I've visited. Um, so, they're also kind of a nice, kind of walk down memory lane when you go back and look at mm-hmm. them. Um, but in a way that is not uh, very cluttery, um, which to me makes them like the ideal collectible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then since I do visit Disney a great deal, um, Disneyland for the most part, and then other Disney spots, um, you know, there's always pictures with friends, pictures with characters, you know, they, the parks are designed to be very photogenic. So, yeah. um, but even anywhere I go, I like, I like to go nice looking places to take nice pictures. Um, and so the, hmm. so for me, like we've talked about, uh, you know, every year the, the, iPhone comes out, um, mm-hmm. and we always talk about you know it's it's a productivity and possibly an anti productivity device. Um, but the reason I tend to upgrade the phone is because it almost well every year I think it has a better camera system, um, right. and that's really for me one of the like if if it weren't for the improving camera, I would probably just keep a phone for years and years. Um, but because the camera tends to get better, especially on the pro model, um, mm-hmm. and 
can and photos tend to be the main thing that I collect in life. Um, it's always kind of useful, but then there's also the productivity boost that like indirect that because photos, digital photos are what I collect. Mm-hmm. And, well, and some maps, but um, <laughs> that's another collection. We, yes, we've talked. About we've that. talked about that, but yeah. honestly, like that's a particular focus. Whereas my photos are kind of wide ranging. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a productivity boost because those photos per, like allow me to have a very large personal collection that is not physical stuff. Um, so it's a, it, it allows me to have a collection that I don't have to physically manage and have room for and organize. And also um, I don't really do a lot of tagging of photos. I don't mm-hmm. do a lot of organization. Everything is just kind of sequential. The one thing I will do is like sometimes at, uh, Disneyland, so they have f- these photo pass photographers mm-hmm. that, um, you know, they professional photographers take your picture in front of things. And going on my own, you know, it's nice to have somebody else take the picture for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they brought back the annual passes to Disneyland, they call them magic keys um, now. Um, it used to be that you would get photo pass photography was included in your yearly pass then last year it wasn't and this year they brought it back and it now is included um and i i really was it was really one of my first trips since they brought it back um and i found it was so nice to just know that hey there's a photographer maybe the line is short at the moment i'll just jump in Mm -hmm. line get a get a couple pictures um, I have a question. Sure. Um, so do the photographers, will they take photos with your iPhone for you or do they have to, how do you get the photos that they take if they don't? Oh, so the way PhotoPass works is, um, if, well, if you're a uh, annual pass holder, now they call it the magic key, um, mm-hmm. then uh, there are a couple of tiers of the magic key pass where you just automatically get any photo pass photos. You can go to the photo pass website or they're located mm-hmm. in the app on the phone and you can download those photos or just share mm-hmm. them directly from the app. Um, and then otherwise you kind of, you can pay, uh, it's part of the genie plus package. Um, so, in other words, they um, when they take a photo of you, they have a dedicated space in the cloud where photos of you appear so you can download them? Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. I get it. And um, uh, But the one thing I do find is that sometimes they, like, not every camera... They almost they they tend to have like the date and time set absolutely you know pretty much dead on correctly, mm-hmm. but sometimes they seem to forget to set like the time zone whether it's on daylight savings oh. or not. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so what'll happen is like, you'll take a couple pictures, then you'll get in line for photo pass and then take a couple more pictures and then you bring it into the photos app and the pictures that photo pass took are like an hour ahead of the ones that you took in the same location mm. or an hour behind, which in fury, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's like, ah, no. So now, <laughs> so there's a command line tool called exif tool that I've downloaded uh-huh. and it's a free, free tool. So now part of my process is I have to run through all of them, make sure they're in the right time zone or the right offset from GMT before I bring them into photos so that they all show up correctly. Um, but um, that's just a little bit of work to do, but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I could see how that would be uh, frustrating. So that's great that there's a tool for that. Um, and um, so do, do you ever feel like your digital photos are their own kind of clutter? Like not in cubic feet or inches or anything, but just... There's so many of them that you, I don't know, like I don't tag my photos either. Um, and I don't tend to even put them in albums. And I don't tend to delete things unless, you know, I happen to be saying like, oh, I just took 20 pictures of one thing to get one good shot. I'll, del- you know, I'm, I'm focused on it and I delete the others. But, you know, it's just going to, that number of photos is going to keep growing. And they're for me, and they're not going to be organized. I'm okay with that, basically, because there's something kind of fun. It's similar to having a box of photos <laughs> that you 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 go in like for whatever reason, and then you say, "Oh, I totally forgot about these pictures," and you know, I like that generally. Um, but yeah, I was just wondering if you if, is there anything you do to organize the photos that you have. I'd say the main thing that I do is usually kind of in the moment, like, or shortly thereafter, I'll Mm -hmm. often, like, share some photos with people via, you know, a text or um, I'm in a, like, a soloist group of folks that go to Disneyland on uh, Facebook Um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, those are occasionally a tweet. um, but rarely, I don't tweet that many photos. Um, so often I will, um, like in that moment, I'll go through kind of a bunch of photos and I'll, you know, pick one and I'll mark it as a favorite and I'll clean it up, like, you know, do a little processing on it um, mm-hmm. before I post it. And so I kind of end up having my favorites is kind of a a, a smaller collection of things that were like the best shots that I wanted to share. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not like I go through every single set of photos of the same thing that I took and like pick a best one for every case. It's it's a little more hit or miss. Um, but especially since with, uh, if I'm sharing on Facebook, um, uh, you can allow Facebook to access to all your photos or you can manage which photos it's allowed mm-hmm. to. And mm-hmm. I always manage which photos. So essentially, like, it's a matter of kind of being able to find them, favoriting them uh, is is how I do that. So that's really mm-hmm. the, the main organization. I did 
start trying to tag some photos, say from Disneyland, of different things that I commonly take pictures of over a period of time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I haven't really, that's not by any means complete. Um, it's sort yeah. of, it's, it's semi, like I started it, but I haven't really finished it. Um, and, you know, it's kind of sometimes the mood will strike me and I'll like tag a bunch of stuff, but it, it's by no means comprehensive. And then for months at a time, I won't care. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and remember when we talked a while ago now about contacts and like cleaning those up because it sort of just gave me. Uh, kind of reminded me of that feeling of like, well, it's not really hurting me to have these contacts. Um, it's, they don't take up physical space. They don't take up even much uh, digital storage space. But I think I got on to that project because I had texted somebody <laughs> by accident. Oh, I see. I, I hadn't been in touch with in like 10 years. So they were like, hey, I think you mean a different, you know, Jenny or whatever, whoever it was. And I was like, oh, shoot. And I didn't need that person to be in my contacts anymore. I could have, you know, if I had. So anyway, I remember I did a project and then I also said, I'm going to keep up with this and and make, you know, try to do a little bit of cleanup of contacts on a regular basis, which I'd never done. So. Um, but it's not as fun going through contacts as it is going through photos. That's true. That's definitely true. And the other thing I've never done, except for a couple people, I really don't go in, like, find a picture of somebody and add it to their contact card. No, I only do it for the people who I regularly text with, and it helps me, you know, see who's calling or texting or whatever, um... Yes, that's the same for me. And uh, if I hear from that person very often, I really don't think about having a photo for them. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to update those photos. I did have, you know, 10-year out-of-date photos for my neighbor's kids. Uh, I thought, wait, this this kid is in... An eleventh grader in high school now, and in this photo, he's about six. I need to update this photo because it's just weird. Because we do text occasionally. And that's my neighbor kid who assembles my IKEA furniture. So, oh yes, Alan. Alan, right? Well, I'll always remember because <laughs> you know he brings his wrench. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um, um and. <laughs> That's very. It, it, it is the perfect name for somebody who assembles IKEA furniture. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but anyway, I didn't want to derail the photos discussion, but I just got. I just had to say, like, oh, that I always have some good intentions to do something with digital, whether you call it clutter or not. You know, it's. it's it's digital stuff and um i never i pretty much never do yeah i think part of it is that it's like unless it's getting in your like physical clutter can literally get in your way right like like right literally i 
can't walk here because there's a pile of stuff or whatever. I can't <laughs> I can't use this table because there's stuff on it. Um, whereas it's usually pretty easy to clear away digital clutter and have a clean working space one way or another. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it just means that you now have like a series of nested folders on your desktop called old items or whatever. <laughs> I do have that. It says desktop, you know, July 2020 or something. Right. And then inside and, of that is desktop January 2018 or something. And it's, in, yeah. And then at a certain point, it's like you're an archaeologist going <laughs> layer by layer through, oh, this, this, this civilization built their town on top of this older civilization's <laughs> town. And oh, yes, I remember when I was, you know, oh, this is from, this I downloaded this when the I when the I when the Apple Watch first came out and oh look yeah. at this this was oh remember when Apple came out with something called Ping um, I oh some, God yeah <laughs> well what if, like it's just like you can go back and you're like oh yeah there's all that stuff I forgot about yeah. Um, oh yeah I remember when I wrote that thing and but never posted it and now it's too late to do anything with um, anyway yeah so I I always find that it's it's easier to deal with digital clutter um, to the point where it's I don't want to say it's not clutter, but it's uh, Siri, I couldn't quite hear you. Oh Siri. <laughs> what did you what did she hear? I don't know. She Stop eavesdropping, Siri. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, but supposedly only when I... What did I say that sounded like that? I don't know. But anyway, regardless, um, I find that I get interrupted by Siri. I'm looking at her. No, she mm-hmm. didn't activate. Um, I get interrupted by her. Like She is more of a distraction than all of the digital clutter I have um, (laughs) over time. Because every once, especially because Dexter, um, sometimes I'll walk into a room and say, hey, kitty. No. And Siri will misunderstand me and get very (laughs) confused. Because, you know, it's important when you have a cat and you walk in the room (laughs) to address the cat and ask the cat how they're doing. Or tell them that they're a good cat. Yes. Hey, hey, kitty, how are things? Hey, kitty, are you snoozing? Hey, kitty, mm-hmm. hey, Dexter, you're a good fellow. He's, that's, anyway, he goes to the vet tomorrow for a checkup. Oh. So. He, he doesn't know it. <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor guy. He never knows it. I know, there's no way to communicate that. <laughs> Except maybe I guess I could bring the carrier in tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe then it'd be like, hmm, maybe if something's up with that. But, uh. <laughs> All right. Well, so, James, do you think uh, we maybe have gotten off the rails of digital photo collecting and onto cat and. Automation assistance, <laughs> or whatever. Yes, we may have gotten a little off track, although, uh, not that we never get off track. So, uh, but I was going to uh, say that uh, I, cats are a great 
photo subject for digital photos. Yeah. So I do have a lot of those. So that'll that ties it back in, and then we can oh, good. close it out. <laughs> excellent, excellent segue to um, yes, cats and dogs and guinea pigs are and pets, obviously in general. Um, I have so many guinea pig photos. <laughs> it's and they keep popping up in the photos widget. Um, and you would think I still had guinea pigs, given the number of times I'm looking at photos of guinea pigs. And that's okay. Um, I get pleasure out of seeing my little fur babies um, and remembering them. But I think we should probably go ahead and wrap this up um, and get back to getting things done. Sound Sounds good? good. Uh, hey, listeners, if you want to share any productivity hacks you have maybe around photos or or maybe make us feel better by t- letting us know that you also do not tag and organize your your digital photos um but like us you just enjoy them please feel free to get in touch with us you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and twitter we are at the weekly review and you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. We would love it if you would rate or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it just makes us happy to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do Yeah.